Nick's watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nick's is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nick's and Grace. Welcome to episode 89 of There's No Place Like Tara, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace. And today we're going over season five. Holy fart, it's season five. Season five. Season five, episode one, Enemies. AKA No Tilk No! In my best Aziz Ansari voice. Okay. I don't know. Mine was something about how Daniel's now a badass. Daniel is kind of a badass. Like, He's Daniel went badass, from right? giving no fucks last episode to, yeah. like, I will take out these motherfuckers with you. He's like, this is not happening under my watch. G.I. G.I. Daniel. That doesn't work. That doesn't work at all. G.I. Daniel. But, like, Daniel's, like, full out awesome in this. It's a Daniel Lucian, if you will. A Daniel Lucian. You say you want a Daniel Lucian. Except we're definitely giddy. Guys, can I tell you why we're giddy? We have a really good reason why we're really giddy. And we've been, we're really excited for this. Drumroll, please! Drumroll! Go! We have a Patreon. We did it! (laughs) So people have been asking for a while, hey, are you guys gonna ever get a Patreon? And we've been like, let's be honest, we've been dragging ass. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because that's who we are. (laughs) We have a Patreon now, guys. Uh, It is, if you go to patreon.com slash there's no place like Tara, um, you can find us. And uh, we have a couple, we have a couple different tiers. So yeah, the truth is we did not want to make a Patreon without having something worthwhile to Patreon on four. Exactly. So we came up with a couple of ideas. Nixie, why don't you tell them what they are? Um, so for a dollar a month, like, that's I mean, cheap. Go try to go buy a coffee for a dollar a dollar a month. A dollar an ounce. Not even. Uh, I don't know. So I don't know for, what for a dollar a month, you're going to get some exclusive Patreon feeds, which we're going to have some exclusive, like an exclusive podcast tour a month. Some of them are going to be like extra tangent cast. Some of them we're planning on doing a uh, watch a movie along with Nixie and Grace. A little MST3 Tara, if you will. Exactly. <laughs> um, and, and so we're going to have some fun thing. MST Tara 3K? Tara 3K. Ooh. <laughs> but you're going to have access to the top secret cast is what we're yes. calling them and there will also probably be some we're, we're planning some extra video like little video things we're gonna do some cocktail recipes with bartender nick yes. and uh your favorite guest stars may pop up along the way too and um, your favorite animal companions well, both mascots may, or may not show up on both podcast both both podcast uh um what's the word i'm looking for um mascots that's yes. the word yeah will will show up along Along the way as well too. Yeah. Um, and then we actually and we'll have, do our best to keep it all uh, Stargate related. Yeah, Stargate tangentially related. Yes. Ish. Stargate ish. They're tangent yes. cast. Some yeah. of them. So some of them will be maybe movies that other that our favorite Stargate people have been in, right. or or other uh, star related things. Star related things. Um, and sometimes it'll just be things we nerd on. Yeah, things we nerd. They're probably you guys. If you wanted your Ducktales tangent cast. 
The countdown begins! <laughs> the countdown is here! Uh, you wanted your Gilmore Girls one? This Ooh. is where we're going to put a lot of that stuff. The main, You guys, and do not worry. This podcast that you're listening to every week will be free, no matter this what. This isn't going anywhere. This is not going anywhere. You will not have to pay extra to get the main uh, podcast um, that is 100% going to stay exactly the same. This Patreon is for the people who, um, you know, who want to help sponsor us to grow a little more that want some extra bonus some stuff. Free gifts. And some, you get some gifts. And so there, gifts. Yeah. there is another level that's $5 a month. And if you are generous enough to do $5 a month, we are both designers, guys. Hang on to your butts. We are both artists of we just one kind or another. So we invented you, a thing. <laughs> so we, if you, if you, if you donate $5 a month, you're going to get a pod card. Uh, a po- <laughs> what is a pod card, you might ask? I've never heard of such thing. It is a postcard. From the Terra podcast. Yeah, pod card. <laughs> so we're going to design and, and create for you custom artwork postcards and mail them to you anywhere in the world. Uh, if if you uh, are at that because level. Because who doesn't love snail mail that's not garbage? Exactly. Or bills. <laughs> you get you get happy Terra podcast mail. Yes. Um, once a month. And so we also have like a community-wide goal. If we can get up to... $200 a month um, on Patreon, we are going to create a video version. Uh, we're going to record a video of us recording the podcast. Very You'll get meta. to see all the fun behind the scenes, like how right now I'm trying. we're trying to quell a stormy yeah. beast like right, as we're recording. So you get to, right, yeah, there is, <laughs> we are in a very small room and there is a very large dog. In who with, also wants to be in the room. Who wants to be in the room. <laughs> and the laps. But Stormy is quieter than the usual Kaylee, <laughs> so you cannot hear his presence. He's He's a stealth dog, if you will. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> he's a little ninja man. So, yeah, we, we, you know, we're hoping to grow this. We want to get better equipment to be able to deliver you better um, quality podcasts. Uh, we're going to go towards hosting fees because while this is free for you guys, it's not 100% free for us. It's not super free. Um, so, we're hoping to get all the stuff covered, trying to grow into bigger. And yeah, we have a Patreon, guys. <laughs> so, find us if you want. No obligations, but there it is. We are patreon.com slash there's no place like Tara. T-H-E-R-E-S-N-O. No, you can't spell. There's no... We're gonna post links. There'll be a link in this podcast I like spelling. (laughs) I tried and I lost it halfway through. Uh, Because we want to become the number one female-hosted caffeine and alcohol-fueled Stargate first First rewatch rewatch podcast. podcast! Um, in the world! Our little baby podcast is growing into a bigger adult podcast. Into a surly teenager podcast. It's going to be an emo, pod, an emo teenager podcast. It's a surly podcast. teenager podcast. Okay. I like it. Anyway, yeah. so that's that. That is our big emo news. Emo cast is good, too. We're super excited. With the start of season five, we're launching the brand new Patreon. ta Yay! And now, back to our show. Back now to the original... Don't you guys want to see that in video form? Um, <laughs> there may or may not have been a dance attached. There totally was a dance attached. <laughs> guys, we dance a lot uh, in our chairs. It's not chair dancing, but it's we dance a lot. It's and still pretty great. It's pretty awesome. Anyway, so, um, starting season five. This is the start of our last season on Showtime before I moved to sci-fi. Um, this was written by Robert C. Cooper, um, but, you know, the story was by everyone we know. Brad <laughs> Wright, Robert... Joe and Paul. Eminem, Eminem, if you will. Eminem, if you will, is what we named him. Uh, directed by Martin Wood. 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 <laughs> that somehow never gets old, and I'm sure it's gotten very old to him a long time ago. Uh, 
So we have our previously on telling you about everything that happened in the last episode. You guys were there, right? You remember that? Remember that time that Alrighty. we were telling, you know, the fire evolution Apophis? It didn't end well, remember guys? Antioch was not happy. We get our previously on from Sam, right? It starts with Sam? I don't actually remember who said it. I thought it was interesting. I wrote it down. I was like, Sam does previously on. I was like, hmm. Normally we get them from Teal'c. And we also, right, which yeah. is what makes things interesting. And, well, to be fair, it does kind of make sense because we have no Teal'c in this episode. I know. It's also a long previously on. It's super long. At some point, it's I think like I tuned out episode. and I was like, did I just miss the cold open? No? <laughs> We're still previously on it. Yeah, it's, it's basically just the entire last episode. Yeah. Yeah, previously on. Here's an hour of previously on, followed by five minutes it's of show. It's basically the length of the current Game of Thrones previously yeah. on. <laughs> There's a map. There's a map of Westeros. Yeah, so last episode didn't end well. But when we come back, it's still not going well. Apophis is arming weapons uh, to, you know, fire at them. Mm -hmm. Uh, For our intrepid team, their shields and hyperdrive are both not responding. We're gonna die. So let's try to communicate with them and ask them not to shoot. Yeah, I love that. The whole When did you become so innocent? Yeah. (laughs) Well, to be fair, they have jack shit for other options right now. Yeah, yeah. So for lack of other options. Play dead? (laughs) Here's my belly. Yeah. Uh, Selmac calls them and tells Apophis he's the commander of this ship, to which Jack has some issues with. He's the... I was going to go into a Jay and Silent Bob <laughs> commander um, thing, but we're going to leave that. And, and Jacob's like, you really want to bicker about semantics right now and about rank right now? And Jack's like, kind of, yeah, I would like to. The look on his face clearly indicates that Jack was like to talk about that. <laughs> I mean, there's a good chance Jacob would win. And either way, unless you want to get super technical yeah. about it. Do you want to snark on snark for some snark? Because I'm pretty sure Jacob would win almost all rink conversations. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, so, Jacob chats with Apophis, who's all, you know, Apophis-y. you know what time it is? It's time, Apophis time. Time to die. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what The Rock is? I never watched wrestling. How did that go? Can you smell what The Rock is Thank cooking? You. That's it. That's it. Um, and then he would give you the people's elbow. The people's but, elbow? The people's elbow. He'd go, the people's elbow! And then oh, elbow. I totally did, really knew nothing about The Rock till he started acting. And started the people's Voyager. elbow! I know The Rock's twin brother, Dwayne Johnson, more. <laughs> yeah, well, he's pretty great. <laughs> the uh, people's elbow! <laughs> uh, anyway, so Daniel just suddenly, like, surrenders yeah. out of nowhere. Show you um, my belly. And Jack's like, uh, come again for Big Fudge? What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, it's that or he blows us up right now. This at least buys us some time. Yeah. And Apophis is like, it's too late. Yeah, no, just kidding. Credits. It didn't buy us any time. No, it didn't buy us any time. <laughs> it bought us uh, enough time to get to the credits. Oh, credits! <laughs> And it's just like a map of the galaxy. Okay, now I want to mash up the Game of Thrones theme song with the Stargate one. Because now I can't hear either, but I can hear both in my head. But like, it's basically just you go and you see the little mechanical, like, Vorash build. And like, a little mechanical SGC. A little Stargate! A little Stargate! Little circuit forms! And we like... Fly to 
like uh NASGAR ship in space yes. and that like forms and that was fun, guys. Let's do it again sometime. <laughs> Not today, but sometime. So we come back from the like in a week. Game of Thrones Stargate credits. Uh, Jack is annoyed because, for some reason, Apophis is hesitating. Um, Apophis eventually does fires, but he, like, goes over the ship and yeah. misses their ship when suddenly another ship drops out of... A third ship drops out of Piper's yeah. face. Player three has entered the game. <laughs> shooting at Apophis's <laughs> ship. Um, and Jacob's like, uh, we're gonna get out of here. Well, let's let them fight this out. Yeah. Hurry while no one's looking. <laughs> the new ship is completely unrecognizable, which makes sense, Sam says, because they're in a completely uncharted part of the universe. This is true. Um, but Jack does like their style. Shoot first and send flowers later. Yeah. Uh, they, so the new ship went after Apophis immediately, possibly because he's bigger threat. And SG-1 can't get far with only the sublight engines, so, and Jacob's pretty sure that, like, the winner will take them. Sure. The, yeah. You don't want to be it's part like of this tournament. It's like, these guys aren't, you know, being nice to us. No. They just don't see us as threats. Exactly. <laughs> um, the system they're in goes around a blue giant. So Jacob can get them close enough, and the radiation will throw off everyone's sensors. Don't worry about the whole radiation thing I just said. The ship's all protect us. Let's not think about it. For a yeah. bit. Just, uh, none of you ever wanted children, right? Yeah, you guys yeah. didn't want okay. you know, Just kids? checking. Okay, good. Um, so we talked about Red Giants a bit in the last episode, briefly. In yes. my, like, hey, stars. how are you going to explode this on? So, like, cooler big stars. Mm-hmm. Um, so, blue giants are just... Big giant super so they're, they're hot left stars. wing stars versus the red giants. Sure, that are right wing stars. Kind of. They have far more liberal. <laughs> no, they have far more energy, but they are not more liberal leaning than the red stars. <laughs> the red star giants are far more. Guys, no. listen to me. I know what I'm no. Talking about. no, she doesn't. Don't listen to her. So uh, <laughs> I'm done. Um, so just like, a, you know, a flame, <laughs> stop it. I'm trying to talk science here. Okay. Okay. So a flame, uh, a blue flame is hotter than a red flame. Yes. Because blue is more energetic than okay. red when you're on the EM spectrum. Blue light has more energy than red light. So a blue star has more energy and is burning a lot hotter than a red star. It's so funny. I wonder where in our history those colors got changed. I find that very interesting you would bring that up because I oh. wrote an entire kind of mini thesis what? paper in college Doing a for, for <laughs> one of my classes about why... This was not planned, guys. It was not, entirely, but uh, but it's, like, it's a thing that I've always wondered how blue got to, if you look at blue, it tends to be this cooler, calmer, yeah. less energetic color, whereas red is like the fiery burn of passion, but mm-hmm. in reality, in physics, blue is a lot more energetic, mm-hmm. and red is like the calmer... Was there advertising involved? I have no clue. <gasps> I don't know. I kind of think it probably came because of red fire and blue, like, ice and snow okay. is where I sort of came to it. But okay. it is, I do find it interesting the juxtaposition between the two. My guess is going to be uh, something to do with advertising. I used a big word like juxtaposition. It's been well, it's a lot longer than before advertising started. Like that's okay. been, that's like a, a original yeah. ingrained in you. Yeah. Thousands fire, and fire thousands hot, of years. Exactly. No touch red. Yeah. Um, so in blue giants, 
there's a lot of a star can be in many places in its lifespan to be considered a blue giant, but on average, blue giants eventually turn into red giants because blue giants majority of them are at the peak of their burning. Okay. So they're eventually they're going to burn. They're like burn all the shit now, and eventually they're gonna burn up all their shit and then cool down is when they turn into red giants. Um, and you'll get you see red giants far more common than blue giants. They're very rare, really. And the corona sphere that Jacob is about to mention in the next part is the part of the sun that you are able to see in the like the epic solar eclipse that's happening later this month. <gasps> yeah. The the ring. If you're in a totality, which I love that word, totality. Totality. The area that you see a, a, a total solar eclipse, you're gonna see the corona sphere. That's the part that gives it the like the cliche rays that you draw around the sun. Got it. Is the corona sphere. Um, it's like a crown. Exactly, and that's actually where it comes. The word corona, corona comes from crown. Um, <laughs> corona, and as a public, <laughs> so, just said the English and Spanish one together. I'm trying to do an important public service announcement now. Important public service announcement: If you are in North America and you are going to be watching the eclipse. Do not wear sunglasses. Do not wear even polarized sunglasses. Make sure you have the special, like the correct filtered sunglasses, the eclipse glasses. There's museums and science centers and libraries giving up for free. You can uh, be careful if you're running on Amazon. There's a bunch of fake ones out there. Um, but, like, it will, like, burn your corona. Yeah. If you look at the corona sphere. And, and uh, just to add to your PSA, if you have pets, bring them indoors. Bring them indoors. Don't let the girls. They're going to want to look up at it, too, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, they're going to see something weird. They're not going to understand why. Don't, like, um, don't, don't, like, look at it through a camera unless you have the, you know, don't stick your smartphone up there and look at it through there because you're still going to need the right filters and everything. Um, just be careful. It's it's kind of dangerous. Don't again. Sun, polarized sunglasses are not polarized it's super to filter cool. the shit up. Don't want to miss it. Yeah, do it. Smartly. Make like a cool um, pinhole camera because yeah. that was my favorite way to look at them. Like the ones I remember one when I was younger and it was a partial one and I got to look through a pinhole camera and that was really fun to learn how to build it and stuff like that. It's a great craft. Um, just be careful. It's gonna be epic. It's August 21st. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be epic. I'm nerding out about it hardcore. It's going to be just super be careful. awesome. Anyways, back to the show. Total eclipse of the not heart. It's just the sky. <laughs> Do you know how many times while doing stuff about the eclipse, I've tried to break out into that song? <laughs> you should Turn just Turn around. Next time you do it. And then I get a little, little bit terrified. Never coming back. Turn around. Bright eyes. I was going to say, that's my only part I know, but I like it. <laughs> and I need you now tonight. <laughs> and I need you now forever. <laughs> Like, I can't sing the song without making, like, very obscene gestures at the same time. <laughs> it's very sexual. <laughs> it's a very sexual song. We're in a song. small room. It's very... It's very here. uncomfortable and hot in here. <laughs> Anyways, back to the episode. So they enter the corona. Good news is the other ship's sensors are blocked. So they can't see them. Bad news is, so are their sensors. <laughs> they only have an hour there without shields. Right. Um, but if they can get them working, they have a whole 10 hours with their shields. Mm. So just a suggestion from Jack as he's lounging on the throne room steps. Yeah. Fix the shields first. Thanks, Jack. Yeah. Super not helping. You're the best. You're the best. Except not. Nothing. Yeah. Super helpful. So they move over, um, like, in the engine room. Sam is thinking about Teal'c. 
it's 55 minutes into their hour, mm-hmm. and they finally get their shields working. So move over to another set of panels and crystals, and these ones are burnt. They're, like, yeah. dead black. Our, our fancy, pretty crystals panel things yeah. are not happy. Um, these they are were, the... They look like they were, like, when you leave a plastic utensil on the stove. To yeah, it's just burnt. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh. And those are the hyperdrive crystals, and those are already the backups. There are not backups <laughs> for the backups. Yeah. So back on the bridge, the boys are moping and sullen. Yeah. And... I'll fi- okay, I find this whole conversation, the layout of this conversation, very interesting. Because if you consider what the conversation is, which I'm sure you're about to get yeah. into, um, I'll let you do that, and then I'll, I'll okay. point out this thing. I okay, thought. so... And uh, no, Jack doesn't really want to talk about what happened on Borash, mm-hmm. but actually he does. Yeah. Uh, and explains it. And Daniel points out that, you know, a good ambush is one you don't actually see coming. So mm-hmm. I'm, you know, you did your best. Uh, and apparently Jack says his best was not good enough. So here's what I noticed. If you consider this the scene, um, Daniel is, yes, being a friend, having a conversation. But it's very therapist. It is. Kind of, coming yeah. in for therapy. And if you consider the way they're, they're sitting, Jack is lying down. Yeah, he is. Face up. Yeah. Um, and Daniel is sitting and doing the look down at my paper. Yeah. It's a very, you know, there's no couch there. No. But there's no couch there. Yeah. So (laughs) what else are you going to do? So I I wonder if that's a bit of a wink, like a purposely, like he's getting, you know, his brain shrunk, if you will. His brain shrunk. (laughs) (laughs) Back on Earth. Which we haven't been for, like, an episode now. remember that planet. (laughs) Uh, Back at the SGC, Walter is getting the Tok'ra IDC, and Hammond hasn't opened the iris. It Mm -hmm. is Councilwoman Renau, and she has news. Doesn't say if it's good news or bad news. Yeah, I know things. Probably not good news. Uh, As they walk um, out of the gate room door... There is Martin Wood and Dan Shea. What? Watching them. They're literally just like, you open the gate room door to the hallway and they're just like standing there on the other side against the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Just chilling. There's no wrench this time. Sup, guys. It's just, it's like they were walking and then just paused when they heard the door was open. They're like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Now what? They're just standing there. I like it. (laughs) Uh, But there's your Martin Wood cameo. Yes. Um, so Hammond leads them through the briefing room into his office for exposition time. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Renau says their scout ships can confirm the star went supernova as planned, and as far as they know, Apophis' fleet was completely destroyed. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been any communication from SG-1, but there was a single one-man pod that was launched from Apophis' mothership a few minutes before the explosion. Certainly we'll never hear about that ever again. No, that's not important. Don't remember um, it. We just brought it up because why not? Yep. Uh, and because they don't know who was in it or anything. <laughs> yeah. They followed it to a ghoul-occupied territory. And that was about it. We'll never hear from it again. The end. The end. There was uh, one or two subspace distortions during the explosion that could have been ships trying to go into hyperspace, but they're fairly confident they didn't make it out uh, and were hit by the blast wave. Right. Long story short, Hammond says... So, SG-1 didn't survive? Question mark? <laughs> Slim to nil Renau thinks uh, they would have contacted someone by now if they had survived, mm-hmm. um, but their actions have thrown the ghoul into chaos. So, there's been now a power void yeah. created by this, and it's going to keep the system lords fighting for years to come. And the Toker are officially considering Selmak a fallen war hero. And Hammond's oh. like, well, you're going to have to forgive me while I hold out hope for a little while longer because yeah. SG-1 has a surprisingly good habit of beating the odds. Yeah, these scrappy little dudes have come back to life. Exactly. 
from fireworks. Exactly. <laughs> uh, because never tell us she won the odds. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I couldn't help that one. Aww. So back on SG-1's ship in the engine room, Jacob and Sam are still working on the engines. Mm. Jacob is sure whatever they're going to do, like, isn't gonna work, or Sam <laughs> thought that, or something. And and Jack calls down, um, that's getting a little hot up here, guys. Yeah. It's not, it's a little... So we cut then to the boys, <laughs> and they're playing tennis ball stair soccer. Yeah. And I'm like... Where did you get a tennis ball? Where did you get a tennis ball? <laughs> Does Jack just keep a tennis ball in his pack? Jack is secretly a dog. <laughs> he is a golden retriever. He We've is, already established he's that. He's secretly a golden retriever, and like any good dog worth his salt can randomly find a ball <laughs> from nothing. I mean, they just find him in the yard somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Stormy has found balls that we've never bought. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like, happens. Where did this come from? Nowhere. I have created it. Yeah. From magic. Yeah. Because I'm a magical bomb. Oh, smoke bomb. Smoke bomb. It disappears. <laughs> um, yeah. So the yeah. boys are playing tennis ball steer soccer <laughs> while Sam and Jacob are fixing the ship. Okay. That's a thing. That's so a Jacob and Sam come in, like, the hyperdrive is done, it's history, kaput, um, and they tried to retrofit some crystals, and it was a no-go, like, we're just dead. And Daniel's like, didn't you say, like, it would be over 100 years to get home even with the hyperdrive, so what's the difference in the long term? And Jacob's like, well, Daniel, in the short term, we have enemies out there we have to avoid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But at least they have weapons and shields, so hopefully it'll be enough to cover their asses as they leave the sun. Um, and as they do, they leave the sun, and they only pick up one ship. And it's Apophis. <sighs> but it's not moving. And possibly enough, the sensors say there's no life sides aboard. Huh. So they fly a little closer, fly casually. <laughs> Just, you know, <laughs> fly be casual. cool about it. Just be cool about it. Um, and the team, minus Daniel, are geared up and walk and talk on their way to the rings. And mm-hmm. I... I I don't know how, I don't know why, but I love just the way Jacob has his walkie clip to his outfit. Yeah. I can't <laughs> explain like, why. I don't know where this is supposed to go. I don't know go. where this is going to go. It's it just, just goes this here was now. not built for a walkie. But I need my walkie. It goes here now. Um, but he has a good point. If they can repair Apophis' ship and upgrade their ship situation, mm-hmm. like, they should. Because that ship is better all around. Yeah. And at the very least, they need hyperdrive control crystals. So they beam over, and there is a loud Gould overhead announcement saying the the mothership will close in Please, four minutes. Yeah, evacuate all areas. Please head to the, the checkout. Exit. Yeah. The ship's gonna blow in four minutes. Yeah. Um, and Jacob's gonna try and turn it off while Sam and Jack run and get crystals. <laughs> and as they run and talk. A walk and talk? They yeah, don't really run. Uh, uh, yeah. So J- Jack's like, how do you a know... A jaunt and talk? How do you know where we're going? And she's like, well, I studied the specs the Toker had on Vorash. Duh. Duh. Isn't that what everybody did? Like, we had a bunch of downtime. I did my research for Remember this mission. Remember that time that I prepare for things because that's who I am? And Jack's like, you really shouldn't... You really know how to have a good time, don't you? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, well, she's having a good time right now. Yeah. And Jack's like, you go, girl. And I don't know <laughs> watching why. watching a lot of Oprah Jack has. But I love it. I yeah. normally don't like when someone uses girl in something. But yeah. for some reason right here, I love this line. There you go. You go, girl. Boom. 
Um, so when they, they turn the corner and they see a whole bunch of dead Jaffa, and then they hear a super eerily familiar sound above mm. them. They should leave now. Yep. And Jack calls to Jacob that they should leave now. This feels like we've been here before. Cut to Jacob, who sees the entire Peltex swarming with replicators. Yeah, the little, as the Langolier bugs. <laughs> the Langolier bugs. It's the Langolier bugs. Yeah, we uh, we should we should leave we should leave now. Yeah. Um, which We're means going Jacob can't shut off the self destruct. Um, but Sam is still going to try and get the crystals since they need them. Um, they have they have like. Three minutes. No, 34 seconds. No, I forget the time. <laughs> I threw out 34 minutes, and that's clearly not right. But Dana's going to have to fly they have the three ship. three to four minutes. Yes. They have less than that. But yeah, they have, uh, Dana's going to have to fly the ship out, like, in, as soon as they ring back aboard. And Again, Daniel's, poor Daniel's a getaway driver. <laughs> I know. But Dana's like, yeah, you're going to have to tell me how to do that. Yeah. And Jacob's like, well, maybe you should, should have spent the time that hour that we were fixing the ship. Maybe you should have been reviewing basic systems instead of playing tennis ball so- stair soccer but for an hour. But tennis ball stair soccer is going to take over the world. Like, maybe instead you two could have been doing something useful and learning shit about the ship. No. No. And, like, maybe how to fly. Listen, to be fair, I think if I had resigned to We Might Die Here, I'd be fucking hanging out, too. <laughs> but it's like... Fuck it! <laughs> dude! Anyways. Yeah. Jacob has a really good point. Um, yeah, that true. he didn't actually say that point at all. Yeah. I just feel like Jacob was thinking that. He, yeah. He thought it, but he's far too... Um, Diplomatic. Yes. Uh, to say it out loud. He's Jake, just going to hold that resentment. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob gets to the ring's room and finds an empty and calls for Sam and Jack and he goes running for them because it's one minute. Um, <laughs> but he hears weapons fire from down the hallway. No! And they have hundreds of replicators coming after them. Yeah. So they run and die for the rings. Jack slides in and we get like the award for the coolest shot of the yeah. episode. because He we see might as well have grabbed a fedora. I know. <laughs> Like we see the rings from the inside, so we see the ships yes. like changing. Yeah. It's like we see it from the transporter view. It's a view. great cut. It's a great. You can tell how much extra money the effects budget got in this season. Yeah. Because this episode has some effects in it. Yeah. Like more even than the last episode. Damn effects. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great. Uh, so the rest of the team are running through the ship to get onto the bridge. Daniel starts flying them away, um, and the ship is about to explode. There isn't enough time to fix a hyperdrive, so just hoping the sublight engines can get them far enough away. And naturally, Sam has to even mention that it won't matter if, like, the replicators can shut off the self-destruct, because uh, they'd have to learn how to reprogram a Google computer awfully quick for that to happen. Mm-hmm. And Jack's like, you guys are being far too negative. <laughs> okay. Okay, Jack. Yeah. Uh, Jacob's like, we're not going to make it. Daniel tells him that, like, I'm going as fast as I can. My pedal's to the metal. Yeah. And the ship can't go any faster. Um, and Jacob tells him to shut down the engines, divert all the power to the shields. Daniel happily gives him the control. Be my guest, dude. Do it up. Do whatever the fuck. And we get an amazing, more amazing graphics. And the ship stops, shields come up, and the blast wave washes over them. Whew. And Jack's like, I believe someone said we're not going to make it. <laughs> and Jacob really wants to say... Like, shut, shut up. Shut your mouth. <laughs> just, just shut your mouth. Shut just, up. Shut sh- 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 your mouth. <laughs> like Louise Belcher. Just sh- 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 shut your mouth. Just shut, <laughs> shut it. Um, but really, he just calls Sam to help fix the hyperdrive with him. Like, again, Jacob holds it in. 
And Jack doesn't want this moment to pass by. He's like, no, Jacob, you said we weren't going to make it. And yeah. we did. Yeah. And Jacob's like, look, I'm sorry I overreacted. What was I going to do? Yeah. What do you want And it looks me? like we weren't going to make it. Jack's like, well, next time, wait and see. And Jake, Jacob's like, look, buddy, mm-hmm. I can snark with you yeah. right back. And if I waited, I might have blown the last chance I ever had to say I was right. And he <laughs> continues walking. Yeah. And Jacob, what? What? <laughs> and Sam's yeah, just like... Yeah, it's the weirdest fucking logic. <laughs> and like, Sam's like, welcome to my life. <laughs> and I'm like, this sounds familiar, guys. <laughs> this sounds familiar. I don't have many people in my life that want to upsnark everyone <laughs> and want to have the last word be right. Last word. <laughs> I just, for some reason, it, that scene comes out of nowhere and there's no reason for it, and yet I love it. Yeah. It just makes me happy. <laughs> Well, because she really is. Like, this is what I grew up with. Yeah. You deal with it now. <laughs> um, and we're not even halfway through the episode yet, guys. There is so much That's shit in true. this episode. There's a lot here. <laughs> this is a packed episode. Get comfy. So, uh, in the engine room, Jacob and Sam are getting the engines working because they got the crystals. And the whole big room of hyperdriveness lights up. And Daniel calls down, engine room, this is Peltec. Uh, engine room, come in. And Jacob's like, what the fuck? We have left him in charge once too often. <laughs> Power's gone to Daniel's head. He's just a video game to him. Like, he's yeah. having fun. Yeah. He's um, like, well, he was so nervous through the last one that he's finally like, I'm done. I'm, I'm done, done being nervous and anxious. I'm over it. Yep. And Daniel is picking up a ship on the sensors. It's a gold cargo ship. And they're trying to contact them. Um, hmm. you know, n- n- no reply, it, like, and they repeat the whole, Jack wants to talk about who's actually commander of the ship. <laughs> and Jacob's like, seriously, again, we're yeah. done with that. We've moved on. But we see it's Teal'c. He seems a bit tired. Yes. Um, Apophis revived him in the sarcophagus. And wrote, it's Teal'c in all caps and then an exclamation point. And then he has, uh, he has some Jaffa with him who supported uh, Tilk's cause and helped him escape, and they fled the ship when the replicators attacked, and they, you know, opened the cargo bay door for him. Right. Opened and he's the, on a little turtley guy. Open the pod gate words, Hal. <laughs> um, the rest of SG-1, not Jacob, goes to meet him. Jack gives him a bro hug, but as he pulls back, Tilk grabs Jack's sidearm and points it at them. And at the same time, a number of other Jaffa come out, all pointing their no! staff weapons at SG-1. And then out walks Apophis, congratulating Tilk at finally resuming his position as his first prime. This is not okay. This is not okay. And the rest of SG-1 look stunned and shocked, and like they're in deep shit. Yeah. This is not okay. Because deep shit. No, Tilk. Um, and they don't actually believe this is real. Mm-hmm. Like, as he leads the weaponless team into a holding room, he whispers to Teal'c, like, I know this is a really strange shit going on, but just, like, tell me what to do and when to do. And, like, I'll How help you. And then Jack just, Teal'c just backhands him. Yeah. Like, just puts like, him down hard. Like, I'm about to break your nose. Yeah. Yeah. He may have broke his nose. Yeah. Just right to the face there. Um, and Daniel's like, you can't actually convince us that you're still the first time of Apophis. Mm. So it's like, I, you know, like, I've never ceased to be in service of my God. Whoa. And Jack's like, that sounds a little brainwashy to me. Um, but remember the last four years mm-hmm. where you were, like, not in his service and you kind of wanted to kill him? And, like, on our side? Like, the good guy side? Yeah. 
And she looks like, look, it's made me ill to think that I was forced to pretend that I was your friend. Look, I can't tell if Teal's acting or not, but I'm fucking scared. I know. He's, and, and like, saving Jack's life when all Teal really wanted to do is to watch Jack die. That's cold, dude. Yeah. That is a cold knife in Jack's back. Yeah. That's, this is not good. Uh, Jack's like, yeah, it hurts to hear, it hurts to feel that cold knife, but it's okay because I know it's not true. He's like, come on, we've taken down half a dozen ghouls together. Uh, and Teal'c agrees, but those were anemones of Apophis. Anemones. Anemones of Apophis. Uh, I mean, we, and Jack's like, well, we kicked Apophis's ass twice. We even watched him die once, remember? He was like an old man and shit. Yeah. And Teal'c was like, I knew he would be reborn more powerful than ever. You're trying real hard. You're trying real hard. Jack realizes he's talking to a wall. Right. So Daniel tries, uh, reminds him about the time. Remember that time when the Puffus, like, brainwashed your son, Ryak? Yeah. And Teal just is like, nope, I have no response to that. Shut the door. I don't hear it. This is not important I have no pre-programmed response to that one. That means I can't play it anymore. So uh, Teal tells the rest of the Jaffa to unload the sarcophagus and the rest of the crates. Um... Inside the room, Jack is just mindlessly pressing door buttons, hoping to get lucky. Yeah. Uh, It's like the kid in the elevator. It's like, stop, you're going to make this worse. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Jack asks if Sam can rewire the door controls, and Daniel's just pacing in the back. Right. Jack assumes, or Sam assumes that there's some sort of safety in the controls to safeguard from hacking. Otherwise, it'd be real dumb to lock them up in there. Yeah. Uh, And she gets that look from Jack going, I don't give a shit. Just fix it. Yeah. And she's like, well, well it's I almost can... a little bit like, look, have we not known them to be dumb before? And she's yeah. Like, this is true. <laughs> also, this is the only option we have right now, so just yeah. do it. Do something. Yeah. Um, she's like, oh, I can try. And then she takes her belt off to use the 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 um, buckle uh, to try to MacGyver the controls. <laughs> MacGyver. <laughs> MacGyver. She's using a chance to MacGyver. <laughs> yeah, she cause... goes, shall I MacGyver this? <laughs> As she looks at Jack, how awesome would that? That happened in my brain now. That happened in my brain. Well, I mean, I'm sure MacGyver the show exists in yeah, world. Yeah. And it's just played by a guy that remarkably looks like, like you know, Jack, Jack O'Neill. <laughs> <laughs> um, as the Jaffa are transporting crates from the cargo ship to the mothership, they leave them in a weird hallway somewhere and we see uh, a replicator eat its way out of a box. Awesome. That's not cool. No. Then there's, there's replicators. Yeah. And you know what replicators do? They replicate. They replicate. And then they eat it. Uh, at the same time, that's you remember, what they do. Remember they how, replicate and eat it. Do you remember how Jacob wasn't with the team when, yes. they, when they met Teal? Well, he is now uh, covertly uh, sneaking around. Yeah, sneak, sneak, sneak. sneaking. He's just around. sneaking. Sneaking, sneaking. Uh, on the Peltec. I um, do like at some point we see him leaning up against a, a, a like a door. Yeah. In the least sneaky way possible. <laughs> like, he's just spread eagle against this door. His feet are at an angle. So they'll see his feet far before he sees them. Listen, we never said he's super stealthy. Yeah. He's not good at the stealth. <laughs> but he's doing it. Uh, on the Peltec, Apophis tells, you know, calls Cronus's throne a disgusting decoration. Yeah. But sits on it anyway because he can and it's a throne and it's Apophis. And remember how, like, the ghoul are just full of ego? They're yeah. just made of ego? Yep. That sustains them. <laughs> a Jaffa announces they're on their way to Delmach, which that is, like, Apophis's home planet now. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, his planet base of choice. 
Uh, Teal'c walks in and folds your armor and cloak and kneels before Apophis, and Apophis tells him to find Selmak, and Teal'c will see to it personally. Uh, Back in the room SG-1 is in. I don't like bad Teal. I don't like bad Teal'c either. Back in the room SG-1 is in, Sam ha- really has no clue what the fuck she's doing. No, she's just, again, she's just like, pushing buttons. You can't just assume I'm just going to get lucky. I don't want to sound negative, but I have almost zero chance of opening and then the door opens. Except... What? Okay. <laughs> so maybe not zero. I feel like at that point she should have been like, hi, I fooled you. So yeah, I knew what I was doing all along. Um, but it wasn't Sam, it was Jacob. <laughs> and Jacob comes to save them and lasts for about two nanoseconds. Yeah. Before Tilk shows up. Yeah. He was just <laughs> waiting. You know what? If Tilk was smart, and we know Tilk is smart, he was just waiting yeah. there until yeah. uh, Selmak showed up. Um, and, uh, because he knows exactly where Jacob's gonna yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. He's like, just give me your weapon and get in there with the rest of them. Um, and Jack uh, uh, tries to appeal to Teal'c, saying that you have to know the truth. And Teal'c's like, yeah, the truth is you're a prisoner, and when my symbiote, when Junior matures, you'll become his host. Yeah. Jack's like, okay, the, the other truth... Yeah, the real truth. The, the good for the us true, truth. The true, true, truth. <laughs> uh, and then Teal'c fires at the control Sam was working on, locking them all in. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. In the hallway, the other Jaffa aren't idiots and aren't brainwashed, and they realize that they're going to die long before they reach Delmok, mm. and if they don't get new symbiotes, uh, they're going to die. Yeah. And Teal'c's like, Apophis will live on, and they will serve with honor until they die with honor. Like, no. <laughs> no. No. I, like, I find it interesting. Like, if... Would all these Jaffa be ones that they could turn if the situation was changed? That's true. Um, because I think right now they've seen enough... Sh- like, these people are clearly... I think a lot... I have always kind of came with the hunch that there's obviously the faithful Jaffa that truly think that they're, you know, this is... Well, there's the God. ones with the blind faith, and then there's the yeah. ones with the... And then there's the ones going, this is the best situation for right now because, like, yeah. I have a house back on the thing, Yeah, and the ones stature. that are just trying to, yeah, make the best life that they can yeah. for themselves. And those are the people I think, uh, at least half those people would go with the whole let's have freedom thing. Yeah, and then well, because within those, those people, there's yeah. the people that are like, is this really the right thing to be doing? Yeah. And who are a little more conscientious to what's possibly out there. So it's just, you know, if you're an underling Jaffa, you do have to be careful to know if your first prime is a true believer or not. Right. Um, but because, um, but Teal just says, like, like, I will kill you myself if you don't shut up. If I hear that again, I will kill you. Yeah, because he's got no fucks he around no anything. Because he's Teal'c fully is bad as he is. Yeah. It works in both ways. If we've got a bad teal, he's going to be bad all the way. Exactly. There's no in between with him. There's, there's no middle, there's no gray teal. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> on the Peltec, sensors are down and power is being diverted from the hyperdrive engines. Um, and we cut to the team and we can see the distortion as the hyperdrive shuts down. Mm. That's odd. Huh. And, and Apophis... That is a great way to show that distortion. I know, it's great. Way. It's a little it like motion zoom. And the hyperdrive shuts down and Apophis does not take that news well. So, when Tilt gets to the main engine room, it's bad. Guys, you have an infestation <laughs> of replicators. And it's not a cute infestation. It's not a cute, like, puppy infestation. Yeah, no. Uh, so I would like to be infested with puppies. Somebody call <laughs> puppy infestation. It's like the Mitch Hedberg so joke of the infestation of koalas. Cutest <laughs> <laughs> infestation ever. This is not a cute infestation. No. Um, and and Tilk motions like just put your guns down, guys. 
So this is bad. Yeah, we fucked. The door to SG-1 cell opens just a little bit mm. um, on its own, which is odd. Hmm. Until they see a replicator. Hmm. And Jack just kind of crawls over to the door and just then sees a shit ton of replicators yeah, going down the hallway. He's not coming to save them. <laughs> as you may have accidentally thought if your name is Grace. It's like, oh, no, was, no, there's still replicators. You thought it was a friendly replicator? A little friendly replicator, man. Your friendly neighborhood replicator? He's like, hey, guys, I'm just a little replicator. I'm here to save you. Friendly neighborhood. Just kidding. Friendly neighborhood replicator? Yes. Here we come to save the day. You know that red the cage is on its way. That'll happen. I can't do Spider Pig to it. Replicator, replicator, does whatever. Replicator, no, it doesn't work. I like the underdog one. The underdog one works. Oh, the underdog, yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, it's gonna be a problem. And things have might have gotten under yeah. like we might have lost control of the situation. Yeah. Primary systems are down, Sam assumes. We fucked. And we've seen replicator vision now. <laughs> um and the, the the first one that came in the cell is looking at Daniel, which brings Daniel out of bit as it would yeah. to most people, yeah. a giant mechanical it's spider thing. Me. Um and, and Sam's like, they're just like the Borg. Don't worry, they're not going to attack <laughs> unless you threaten them. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like the Borg. Uh-huh. Like, That's really. That's exactly what she says. These are just like the Borg. Um, and Daniel would rather not to be anywhere near it anyway. Sure. Um, and I can't I can't justify it in any way. But watching the four of them crawl out under the door in different ways oh, yeah. is, like, my favorite scene of the episode. Yeah. yeah. How long do you think that they were like, I'm going to crawl out this way? Okay, well, I don't want to crawl the same way you're crawling. Like, I'm going to crawl like this. I don't know why, but it just makes me so happy. It's like it's like doing funny walks out of a room. It's, it's the, the same Ministry idea. of Silly Crawls. Yeah, exactly. The Ministry <laughs> of Silly Crawls. I like it. That is our AKA for this AKA episode. The Ministry of Silly, Ministry yeah. of Silly Crawls. I I I don't Done. know why I love it, but I do. So Teal calls up to Apophis and tells them they're infested. And Apophis is like, well, just destroy them. I don't actually know how this replicator thing works. It's Can't just you just kill them? Something, yeah. Just squash them, step on them, just do something. Just get rid, <laughs> like, just get rid of them. I don't Call Terminex. Fix the situation, Teal'c. I don't want to hear about it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, I am busy playing with my new awesome fire evolution clothes. <laughs> Um, so Apophis and heads out with a future fa, runs across replicators in the hallway, turns, run across more in the other direction. His Jafal start firing, which just pisses the replicators off more. Yeah. <laughs> and slowly Apophis sneaks out from behind them and back into the bell deck and shuts the doors while you hear Jafa dying behind the doors. Yeah. And yeah. Teal gives or Teal Apophis gives no fucks. No, because he's not loyal to That's anything. why you're here. You're Except here to Apophis. die for yeah. me. Yeah. The more of you I have, the more of you I can throw at whatever's trying to kill exactly. me. Um, so the intrepid team heads to the cargo room where all of the weapons are stored from Earth and from Gouldland, and Daniel sees how the original replicator got on the ship. Um, it's been 10 to 11 hours since they picked up the cargo ship, enough time for the replicators to reach an unimaginable amount. Yeah. Um, so the only hope they have left right now is if the cargo ship is left untouched. Mm. Um... And all of this is being said by the team, like, gear up for a mega firefight. Yeah. All the gear. Um, Every weapons uh, that have ever weaponed. Yep. Weapon at them. They're going, they're getting all of them. Yeah. Uh, and it kind of makes sense. I mean, the, the replicators went for the motherfucking ship before they went for just the mothership. Right. 
they want to go for the more advanced ship. It's yeah. clearly not the cargo ship, so hopefully they'll leave that alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and brainwashed or not, Daniel's like, we can't leave Tilt behind. Yeah. Which, yeah, Jack and Sam will go after him, and Daniel and Jacob will secure the cargo ship. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jacob hands him a Gould sun That's grenade. such a big move to make. I mean, really, your life's at stake here. And you're, I know that Teok was with us. Yeah. And I know that he was part of this team early in, and and I love Teok, and I think we all love Teok, and he's been with us since the beginning. But your life is at stake. That actually has to show a lot about who these people are. Yeah, it's, it's they're not leaving a man behind. Yeah. They're like, Regardless we will fix Teok somehow. Thinks. Yeah. Well, they also have, you know, we they know kind of how... They were able to reverse the brainwashing in Ryak. They That's know it's true. reversible. That's true. Um, and they're not going to leave Teal because of some asshole thing that Apophis did. That's true. Um, and Jacob hands him a, a, a Jack a Gould sun grenade. And Jack's like, yeah, I totally know how to use the... Oh, this magic eight ball you gave me that spray painted black <laughs> silver? <laughs> you just shake it and it goes, you just try shake again it later. And it says, try again later. <laughs> I mean, I know how to use one, but why are you handing this to me instead of a weapon? Because as I looked at it again, it is definitely a magic eight ball. <laughs> A spray-painted magic eight ball, and you will not convince me otherwise. <laughs> to be fair, listen, creative prop-making dictates yeah. that that very well could be true. Yeah. Done. Uh, <laughs> um, so, Teal and Shafa walk down the hallway. They need to ensure Apophis reaches the cargo bay safely. They're going for the same ship. Yes. Um, and one of the... This is where one of the Shafas like, um... He's a god, <laughs> so how is he powerless against these demons? And Teal's like... If I hear that blasphemy once more, I'll kill you on the spot. Yeah. Don't question anything. And he's like, our weapons won't work, but the human weapons will, and I know where they are. They're right next to our weapons, so you should also know where they are. Yeah. You should have seen them when you dropped the Basically, shit off. Basically, everyone should have already known yeah. this. <laughs> uh, we're going to tell you anyway. And Till tells them, he like motions them to stop. He's listening for the replicators, but at the end of the hallway is also Jack and Sam waiting to ambush. Hmm. And slowly they walk forward. Jack rolls out the stun grenade eight ball, mm-hmm. and a firefight starts. And after a short bit, Jack, Sam, and Teal'c are the only ones standing. Yeah, because that's a, how it works. It's out. a pretty mep, like major firefight. Yeah. Daniel and Jacob run towards the ship. They're starting to get everything set up, adjusting the seats, rear view mirrors. Yeah, you're making sure you're in the right spot. Exactly. Yeah. Um, when, Set the temperature. Checking the, ma- making sure you get the Apple map started now because yeah. you can't do that while you're driving. Find your podcast you can listen exactly. to while you're driving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, and, and Daniel <laughs> doesn't want to ask a, a dumb question, but uh, don't they need those really big cargo bay doors open <laughs> yeah. in order to leave? And, We're not going to think about that. <laughs> and, uh, like, Jacob's like, look, uh, this ship can control it remotely um, mm-hmm. unless the bugs have overridden the system. But I don't want to try it before we have to because I don't want to tip anyone off that we're trying to do this before That's they have true. to. That's true. Yeah. Um, and really, if the bugs have gotten into the system, they're fucked anyway. It is. And also, at the same time, like, there's weapons on that ship. We learn this in, like, yeah. Star Trek, Star Shoot Wars, thing. everything. Yeah. Just fire at the door and it'll open. Yeah. Um, back in the hallway firefight, a replicator distracts Teal'c long enough to jack he Jack turns on his laser sight, fires at Teal a couple times, uh, and they run over to him. He's still alive. They just hope Junior can keep him that way. Yes. Um, it's cl- like you can tell Jack did not want to do this, but knows no. he has to. Yeah. 
And they go to carry him out. And I'm like, why don't you take his heavy armor off first before you try to carry him to the <laughs> Seriously, ship? Seriously, yeah. Like, because he's heavy and big enough as exactly. it is. Exactly. Yeah. As strong as both those two are. I know. Tuke is a big man. And, and that armor. dead weight right now. Yeah, and that armor, I'm sure, does not Help. weigh nothing. Yeah. Um, so on the Peltec, Apophis is trying to do something, but the system is wigging out because of the, you know, bugs. And there's also a shit ton of replicators behind yeah. him. Uh, as the camera pans up. Uh, so they get Teal'c to the cargo bay. Teal'c uh, has just been shot a little. <laughs> just a flesh wound. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they tie him up, and we see a little distortion that the mothership has just jumped into hyperspeed. So now mm. they again are fucked. Because they can't open the doors. They can't open the doors and fly out while the ship's in hyperspace. No! So the team is all geared up, the whole team this time, and sneaking mm. back onto the mothership. They find a control panel they can pull up, and they find that the ship is heading to Delmac. Because it's the last inner coordinates. Okay. And the bugs have also, like, hijacked and improved the system. Uh, they plugged into the Matrix. How, how uh, benevolent of them. Yeah. <laughs> they are traveling at 10, 20, 30 times the ship's capable hyperspeed. Yeah. Like, Jesus. The bugs are really good yeah. at technology. Yeah. Um, bug, buggy bugs. Buggy bug, bug, bugnology. Bugnology, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I was trying to find that. <laughs> Once the replicators reach critical mass on the ship, they then need new technology consume. Um, and the ship has all this great info about Apophis's base, and it looked really tasty. They're just they, little nerdy bugs. Is really all they are. They just yeah. want more, more stuff to know. They want. Well, they wanted to get to the all-you-can-eat Apophis buffet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The good news is they'll be back in our galaxy in no time flat, so we don't have to worry about that giant plot hole. Um, <laughs> yeah. we, 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 you know that giant thing we're trying to figure out at the end of the plot? Oh, Wait, so many replicators. Replicators yeah. magic does back Throw into the some galaxy. replicators at it. <laughs> Can we throw Nacquid at it? No, we did that last week. We threw Nacquid at it last week, so this time we're going to throw some bugs <laughs> yeah. at it. Yeah. And they'll, and they'll magically get us back to our galaxy. You think it's like just a, like a flashcard game when they're writing out the story? Where <laughs> no, it's like you it's start darts. with the main character. I think it's darts. Yeah. It's like a main character board, and then there's like a, an enemy board, and then like it's fixed through. It's like a Mad Libs. That's what it is. Each episode is a Mad Libs. And, and what, the fix options are like Sam, yeah. Asgard, yeah. Replicators. Yeah. Nequita. <laughs> Creepy child. <laughs> There's definitely a creepy child option. Uh, there is a creepy child option coming up later in the season. Nice. I know that. A yes. uh, uh, couple of them. Um, <laughs> and uh, so anyway, they they wanted the the, the uh, bugs wanted the tasty technology Apophis buffet. <laughs> Uh, they'll be back in their home galaxy soon. Once they drop out higher space, they can fly home in the cargo ship. Jacob's like easy peasy. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam's like, but we also can't just let these bugs get a foothold in our galaxy. Right. I mean, even the Asgard haven't been able to stop them. That's why the Asgard can't help us. They're busy trying to beat these yeah, goddamn bugs. they've got shit to do. There's not enough raid in the universe to kill these things. Mm-hmm. So, what about the self-destruct? Yep. Um, that's how, well, they just figured, they couldn't figure out how to get turn the self-destruct off on Apophis' ship, but at this point, they figured out ghoul technology, clearly. Right. Um, and Jacob can't even get into the system anyway to turn it on. Mm. So Jack thinks, what can we do? Mm. And Jack's like, well, we killed them on Thor's ship. 
Um, and we killed them that way by destroying the de- deceleration drives. They couldn't slow down, and they just, like, burned up in Earth's atmosphere. Right. So Gould ships use sublight controls to, like, the once they get out of hyperspace, mm-hmm. they use sublight to, like, fire in the opposite direction and slow down. Okay. Because every action is an equal, equal opposite Newton's reaction. Newton's law, right? Newton's... One of them. Okay. First law? Uh, I... Okay. Don't ask me which one, because I'm blanking on it, and that'll Damn. make me sound dumb. Nope. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Never. Um, so, it, you know, if they blow the sublight controls, they won't be able to stop after exiting hyperspace, and they'll crash right into Apophis' planet. Yes. Jack's like, I love the facial expression here. Jack's like, this sounds overboard as to what I just suggested, but okay. So they do have to wait until <laughs> the exact right moment after they exit so the bugs don't have time to fix it. So they have to eliminate the control crystals in the engine room, which is bug central, like yeah. where all the bugs <laughs> That's are. That's where they party. It is, yeah. So they could plant C4, but the bugs would just dis- disable the detonator by the time they leave. So the only way to be sure that this can be done is to physically destroy them like a P90 close range will do it. But that doesn't, you know, sound like the best idea. And I'm like, Because you... that means people in room. But I'm also like, you just exploded the sun last episode. So don't give me like what sounds like a good idea and bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, By the way, you instead law. Thank you. Exploding a sun seemed like a bad idea. And that worked out ish well for you. Yeah. <laughs> So don't start with, like, this is a possibly bad idea. So, so while they were talking about this, the ship has reached 800 times the previous yeah. max of speed. Because that's not ridiculous at all. That's just a thing. That's fine. It's totally fine. That's science fiction, guys. Just go with it. Yeah. We we didn't want to try to fix how we got back to yeah. our own galaxy. So just roll with it. Yeah. So this will all happen very quickly. Jacob goes to prep the cargo ship while the rest of the team will go and blow the controls. They have 30 seconds to get from the control room to the cargo bay. So we should have left like a, five minutes ago. But no, but that doesn't count like leaving. That yeah. is by the, they have to blow the crystals and then get back yeah. to the ship. Yeah. In so 30 seconds. Do you know fine. how long I have to wait for that elevator? I don't think I can get to my bathroom from this room in 30 seconds. <laughs> they just in the elevator. They got the um, music going. Yeah. <laughs> it's the ghoul from Ipanema. Or it's like, uh, oh, I hit the... You don't know. No. You know what it is? They spent 20 of those seconds fighting with the door closed back. <laughs> They're like, no, don't don't push it. Just let it go. Just let it go. Just let it go. go. Okay, we're moving. (laughs) So in the engine room, the team, like, sneaks in. All the replicators have congealed together to form one massive bug around me. Like, like, let's not wake it up, guys. No. It's just, it's just a giant bug. Like, it's a disgusting, giant mechanical bug. Yeah. That's not... You're not getting through that. Like, we don't actually see something to give you a clear sense of scale, but this thing is not small. No. <laughs> so, it's like a little carpet of bugs over yeah. everything. Yeah. It's gross. Um, and, and so Jacob runs into the cargo ship. In the engine room, they find the right controls to blow. Now they just have to sit and wait. <laughs> just wait. Just wait. Just wait with this a giant super bug. Yeah. This is a great thing. 
Um, so we get a space shot of the ship exiting hyperdrive near Delmac, and the team immediately fires the controls, which wakes up the superbug, <laughs> sending replicators everywhere. Do you know what it is? Do you remember that viral video of someone killing the spider and all the babies ah, get a spider? Ah, no, 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 no. That's what happens. That's what happens, these replicators. Yeah. They just scatter. It's like when the boss fights is like, yeah, all the pieces of yeah. the boss yeah. are things that'll that's, hurt you. That's what happens. Um, and the team has 30 seconds to get back to the cargo ship, oh. so they run quickly. Yeah. Under so fast. Just run. So fast. Run. Uh, and Jacob Argo opens the cargo bay doors. And as the team runs through the hallways, they're barely holding the replicators off. Mm. Daniel is fighting them off, by the way, just as well as Sam and Jack. Like, yeah. he's clearly been training. He's at been this, busting his butt. At this point, he's like a fully trained badass member. He Well, he's decided that he no longer just wants to be the guy that's like... Yeah. You know, we just don't a, have to worry about toy guns with Daniel anymore. Yeah. Like <laughs> Daniel's now I a got baller. This. Yeah, Daniel is a baller. <laughs> Done. Let's just face it. Um, and we we can see like at this point the ship is about to hit the planet, hmm. and they're still fighting off the replicators in the hallways. But we see from the replicator vision a few times, and they get cut off. Like they have to go through this massive area of bugs. They just run and fire, guys. Um, and it's, it's like a mix of giant bugs and mini bugs. It's a zoo of bugs. Yeah. A menagerie of bugs. <laughs> I like bug zoo. Bug zoo. Bug zoo. It um, sounds like a, like a martial art. Or a Pixar film. It's a bug zoo. Oh, it is a Pixar film. It's a Pixar film. It's a bug zoo. And Jacob calls for them, um, you but they're cut off. You got a bug with me. Do, 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 do. <laughs> you got a bug <laughs> in me. Do, 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 do. Um, so Jacob calls... And their new plan is to make it to a ring room and ring onto the ship. And it works, and we see them just suddenly smoothly exiting from the back of the cargo bay. Yeah. It's a great, like, I love these low-budget shots, because we just hear them through the radio, uh-huh. and you hear, you see Jacob, and then Jacob, like, presses a few buttons, and then the door in the back opens, like, the rings have just stopped. Yeah, and the yeah. team walks, like, They're I like, love oh, it. Oh, we just, it's we just great. got here. Um, so now, like, let's get out of here. And then the cargo bay doors start to shut on them. No! And they just barely make it out. There's a little dent on the sides of the car. It's right. fine, though. Okay. No one will notice. It's fine. We made it. You can buff it out later. Yeah. Just um, don't tell the rental company. And on the Peltac, <laughs> we see this great shot of Apophis's personal shield is up, and just the replicators just crawling all They're over like, the shield. They're like, no fucks. No like, fucks. I want in. Yeah. I want in. You smell good. I want. Want to eat brain. Um, and uh, and he sees what's about to happen, and he can't stop it, and he just screams. Yeah. And from the cargo ship, we can see the explosion as the ship collides with the planet. It's mm-hmm. a good size explosion. Yeah. And uh, Jack is going to go check I'm on- not convinced that Apophis is dead, though, because he's done this enough times now. That I am not convinced that that motherfucker <laughs> is gone. How He's like, he, what outfit is he going to wear next? How could he have gotten off the ship, though? I don't know. Okay. So Jack is going to go check on Teal'c. Uh, Jacob warns that getting his body back was easy. And Jack's like, that was fucking easy. And goes, yeah. but getting his mind back won't be. Yeah. So thankfully, someone has taken his armor off him. Mm-hmm. Someone was smart. And Teal'c tells him with eyes closed that Jack can torture him all he wants, but he will say nothing. And Jack apologizes for having to shoot him, um, you know, and also tells him that Apophis is dead. And Teal'c opens his eyes. He doesn't believe Jack because mm-hmm. gods cannot be killed. And he closes his eyes again. No. And we fade out. No. Next up, Threshold. 
Dun, dun, dun. The best thing I can compare this teal to, because uh, this is what I have, is The Hunger Games. Is the okay. last book of Hunger Games. Yeah. When they bring back PETA, and he's completely, oh, yeah. like, he is PETA. done. Yeah, he's, he is. He's PETA right now. And it goes okay for PETA, so let's hope it goes okay for Hopefully. Um, so, and I just, before we get into, because I have on my notes, um, mm. we've, uh... We've, we've sort of pimped this one podcast before, but I just want oh, to yes. point out. Um, and now you may have saw this. I guarantee you have. Myths and Legends just did a special yep. on Egyptian. They did. They did. He's starting doing some Egyptian. He's like one of my favorite podcasts. Um, but just because we've talked about Egyptian shit on this show, because mm-hmm. reasons. Um, uh, yeah, you should check that out. It's, it's, it's interesting. And he has a great point of view of how he does it. And you, you, you hear a lot of the names that we know, we know and love. Yeah. Um, actually, and I did, I listened to that one. I was like, I know who that is. (laughs) I know who that is too. Um, and I like hearing his pronunciation of some of them. Yeah. Because he does it like correctly. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Unlike me. Um, so I guess it's not hard to tell where this goes on our season five. (laughs) It's uh, number one. It's number one. Because when you're the only one there, you're the winner. One is the loneliest number that you ever knew. Okay, sorry. Uh, (laughs) But we have another Martin Wood cameo, so we're up to seven. Yay! Um, And, uh, yeah, we haven't had it for crying out loud in a while, but... Well, you know, we've been busy running from bugs and and, and staying alive. This is true. and, And dealing with things and and stuff and killing <laughs> Horus. There's been a lot on our plate. You mean Cronus? Oh, yes. Why did I say Horus? I don't know. That's weird. Are you thinking Myth and Legends? Uh, probably. probably. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, so we will come back at you next week with Threshold. Yes. Um, and for now, you know where to find us. Uh, on Twitter, we're at Terra Podcast. Uh, on Facebook, we're at There's No Place Like Terra. Um... On Patreon. Yeah. We're on Holy Crap. That feels weird. We're on Patreon, guys. We're on patreon.com slash there's no place like Tara. And we will have, like I said, we're going to put links oh, on Twitter. Oh, heart jump a little. It's <laughs> <That's> exciting. <laughs> we're going to, we'll post a link on Twitter and Facebook, and we'll also have a link to that in the show notes as well. Yes. Um, and, and if you, if you want to help, we will be very happy. Um, and if you don't, we still love you. Yeah. And we still have this wonderful podcast to listen to. Oh, yeah. We're still here. Yeah, we're still going to be here. Don't worry. You can also email us. Yeah, at there's no place like Tara at gmail.com. Sorry. Um, I went off that's okay. Uh, like us, rate us, review us. Holy crap, guys. We're in season five. Season five. And awesome. then soon there will be a Stargate origin show. I know, which will be really exciting. Um, there, I've checked. I haven't seen too much more news about that. I just know they're supposedly starting to film this month, but we've had no indication of cast yet. Okay. So, um, that will, I'll stay tuned on that. I'm watching things. I haven't heard too much more. Yet. Uh, my prediction for Teal'c is it's going to take some kind of, sp- uh, guest star to, to, to convince him that he's not evil. Do we know, do you have a premonition of which guest star it might be? Well, his wife is dead and, and Braytech's gone, right? Is Braytac No. It's either Braytac or his I'm son. drinking. It's either Braytac or his son. Alrighty. We love you guys. I'll be back next week. And Stormy is invading. Stormy is invading. <laughs> we have a Stormy invasion. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>